as a, as a former athlete, you, you're right. You, you, you welcome feedback. And I think that especially at a high level, you welcome feedback on performance and realistically athletes are the hardest people on themselves. So like if you've played a bad game or you stuff something up, you're going to know that. Like you're going to know, like not, yeah. I, I'm still having nightmares about some of the things I used to do on the field and, and wake up in the middle of the night and sweat and realize that I, I don't play foot anymore. But yeah. I don't really need you telling me that as well because I, I know that. Like, it's, it's sort of, you know, I don't know where they get the satisfaction out of realising yeah. that it's it's going to help them, especially when it's not about the player. It's actually about, you know, what they're doing as a person. Yeah, yeah. And with, I mean, the AFLW stuff, I know I've spoken about how, you know, I feel like there's a lot of unfair criticism um, from uneducated people who don't know the pathways, blah, blah, blah. I spoke about all that earlier. and um, But I still think there is there is room and, and it, a lot of positive stuff can, can come out of um, public figures talking about um, the standard of performance because hopefully we use that as a way to grow our game. Like invest, let's invest, let's invest. But, um, you know, when it becomes personal stuff, the, the other thing to consider from an AFLW perspective and something that I'm really mindful of is, you know, I can deal with that. If I if I get a message, um, I mean, it doesn't mean that I – it doesn't affect me in any way, but um, I, I'm big enough and ugly enough um, in some capacities to be able to deal with it and see it for what it is and report it appropriately. But an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old who's stepped into an AFLW pathway – isn't full-time, so doesn't have necessarily the sports cycle, the team manager or the player development manager available to talk this through with, um, you know, it, it presents other challenges. Um, so I think, yeah, that's that's just something that I'm um, wanting to really push uh, within the AFLW space, just how can we better support um, against this online stuff because it's we live in a social media age, we accept it, we love it for so many different reasons, but um, it also comes with... Um, dangers so to speak so the AFL um, and the AFLW are doing some really great work in that space what are you most proud of in terms of AFLW in terms of its improvement Mm. over its journey like it's only so young but there's been some some massive improvements obviously like the skill level and whatnot's one of those but there's got to be some other things as well is it the participation I know you were talking about earlier there's so many young girls now um, playing footy at a lower level as well Um, there's so many things that I'm proud of Um, I think the social change aspect that AFLW has had. Um, it, that first game in way back in 2017 now, you know, there were so many people there who I don't think could have cared less really for Carlton or Collingwood um, and weren't necessarily big fans of football in general, but they were there because it was such a, um, you know, pivotal moment for women in the Australian sporting landscape. And at that point in time, it was the highest attended um standalone female sporting event um i think that was definitely overtaken by um i think a matilda's game and now the cricket but you know it it, what what it has done in the community um and i guess the the avenues and positive pathways it's created for people to i guess have a really positive effect on social change has been awesome and as a playing group um you know a lot of our a lot of our players are quite vocal and quite um, active on their social media and I think it's it's given great opportunity for us to kind of um, not just put football or women's football on the map but you know a lot of this um, respect and responsibility stuff um, which you know I think is, is super important um, so I'm, I'm proud of what our playing group have been able to do as a cohort that has taken a lot of flack and has had to you know has been challenged by so many different people who um you know, and, and some very high person, uh, sorry, high profile people who have very loud voices, and um, I think 
yeah, seeing some of our girls and, and particularly Taylor, we know all the stuff that went on with, with that kick, but to see, I guess, um, the great work that's been done off the back of something quite disgusting, um, it's just been awesome to see how players have grown in that space. And I think the, the really... The really special thing for me too, I guess, as a player and a coach, is that I got I coached a lot of the young girls coming through, um, and you know Maddie Presbarkas who won the league BNF mm. this year. You know I first she met her at the Quarter Cannons, and she was this tiny, tiny thirteen year old. And um, you know back then we were saying, "Yep, it, AFL is going to happen for for girls. It's going to happen. We promise you'll get there. You'll get there one day." And then to see that. It did come into fruition. I can still play in it, but then I can also see these young girls that we were kind, I guess, um, promising this stuff to, to see her then go and win the BNF uh, was pretty cool.